Hey, it's Thomas Frank. I've just got a quick note for you before we get into the show. If you've been enjoying the Inforium or my videos over on YouTube, then you, my friend, should get Nebula. On Nebula, you get ad-free versions of both this podcast and my videos, along with exclusive stuff like extended versions of those videos. And it's not just our stuff that you're going to get. Dozens of other creators are on Nebula, including Ali Abdal, Wendover Productions, Braincraft, Tier Zoo, and lots more. Nebula gives us a chance to experiment, and since everything's ad-free, it's also the best way for you to get our content. Head over to theinforium.com slash nebula to sign up now. Hey, what is going on, everybody? And welcome back to the College Info Geek Podcast, the internet's best resource for getting ahead as a student, but a terrible resource for learning how to save the bees. Until we make an episode about how to save and the bees. Until we, exactly, until we make an episode about how to save the bees. It becomes a great episode or a resource. Actually, I've been trying to save the bees my own way. Yeah? Yeah, because I got some clover coming up in my yard, and I just left it there. That's cool. Because I read that monocultures, like big fields of corn or lots of lawns that are just grass, harm the bees. Yeah, that second one is pretty dumb because it's not like the lawn even really does anything, whereas at least the food crops, you know, feed people. Yeah. But uh, I'm just going to order a bunch of bees and let them live in my house. You could do that. That's true. That's how I'm going to save them. Be roommates with a lot of bees. Yeah. That will save them. I will feed them every day. <laughs> Just leave a lot of stuff out on the counter for them to eat. Yeah. Because it turns out they can't open refrigerators. They're not strong enough. I'm going to leave that open. Yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> Remember the eco-friendly thing? You're not be anymore. killing the bees in another way. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm killing the bees to save the bees. So it's kind of like a net, you know, net zero, possibly net positive. Yeah. I'm releasing a lot of freon into the atmosphere, but it's okay. I'm feeding some bees. That's fine. <laughs> anyway, my name is Thomas Frank. Uh, I guess I'm the conductor of this train to nowhere. That's good. And I'm joined by you my first mate. Definitely need a conductor when you're Mark not going Bain. anywhere. I think trains have first mates, right? Uh, something like that. They have that. skippers? Yeah, pirate trains pirate specifically. Trains. You want to start a pirate train? Yeah, that sounds pretty great. <laughs> Instead of, it's like, uh, what's that movie with? All you have Chris to do Evans is get away it? from the tracks and then like you can't be. It's like Snowpiercer. There's just like a giant train that just keeps going all over the world and never stops. Then there's... Maybe some pirate trains, too. We get to be one of them. Yeah, we'll get you as long as you remain within range of our yeah. limited <laughs> track. <laughs> Hopefully, you're on the track that we're already on, because otherwise, we're not getting you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> anyway, you just got back from two weeks of travel. So, yeah, welcome back much. to Denver. Welcome back to Altitude. Hope you had fun resetting your red blood cells tolerance to the altitude by going down to sea level for, like, two weeks. Yeah, hopefully that's good. <laughs> you know, not that big of a deal. We'll see what happens. I'm probably gonna die tonight. I actually think you're not probably be fine. not. I'm sure it'll be fine. I'm just tired. So I haven't looked into this, but I've I've been away from Denver at sea level for over a week before, and I've never felt. Yeah, I, I think anything. it takes at least a couple weeks for you to start adapting. But that's like yeah. I came back to Denver for like a day in between, so I don't know if that cancels mm-hmm. everything out. Plus, I think once you've adapted to it a little bit, like your body probably has an easier time going back to that level. Maybe. It's no longer a shock to the system. It's like, oh, I've been here before. I guess I guess I have to just get back, right? So, anywho, today I had an idea that I wanted to uh, basically just like riff on with you, which is what does a perfect day look like for you? And given whatever that perfect day is, how do you achieve it? And I know you were talking to me this morning about like, you know, is this a perfectly time-boxed, rigid schedule? Yeah, at 6.53, I brush the the front tooth that's on the left. Yeah. At 6.53.03, I brush the next one. 
Well, if you brush them out of order, your day is ruined. Yeah. So you got to make sure you get it perfectly in the right order. Otherwise, your day is just might as well start all over again. Go back to bed. So this is my immediate thought. Any kind of day with a ridiculously time box schedule like that is not perfect for me. Yeah, because I'm not going to enjoy it. Yeah, but I was thinking more like holistically or in general terms. If you could think of the perfect average day for yourself, what would it involve? What would it not involve? How long would you work? Like all these things. And I figured if we could actually like set out a perfect day, then we could work backwards and figure out what each part of that day depends on or what we need to do maybe previous days or we need to set up in advance to make that happen. Yeah. Yeah. And this is kind of a perfectly timed episode after my traveling because, you know, as as I mentioned in the uh, How to Capture Inspiration, after traveling, I like to take all that motivation and fresh ideas and all that stuff and fit it into my system or of sorts, try to yeah. reset what's going on in my life. So this is like the perfect day for me to come up with the perfect day. Ah, it's like I didn't see that coming, really. I'm too tired to predict my own words. Like that. Or maybe Exhibit made the perfect day for you. I don't know. Maybe. Insert the correct he meme could, here. He could probably make it. <laughs> do you feel inspired having come back from all the travel? I, I do. I had, I had a lot of ideas on the way back. Yeah, I had, I had a lot of ideas, a lot of stuff that I liked. Uh, and it was a pretty cool trip, so I come back feeling refreshed. Mm-hmm. All right, so I'll let you go first. <clears throat> What's your idea of a perfect day? Or maybe we can okay, like the whole it. like the whole thing. Maybe we can how do how do we do this? Because if know. I'm like, okay, well, I'm gonna wake up, and then you're like, okay, well, my first step is to wake up. That's <laughs> it's gonna get confusing. All right, what's your what's your perfect morning like? Okay. I oh, guess. good, good. I put I even put a line in there. Did you? All right, my perfect morning, basically before lunch. So I'm gonna wake up at five thirty, because that's the time that I feel best waking up at. Okay. So I need to go to bed earlier to do that. But I, I gotta wake up at five thirty, to a functionally clean and quiet home. Okay. Because uh, I really like negative space and muted, quiet colors. You know, like if you look at a wallpaper and it's got a billion colorful things going on, people might say it's loud. I need the opposite in my environment because if I come out to the kitchen and it looks noisy to me, I'm just like, I don't even want to look at that. And I don't have the energy to clean it, so I'm not going to eat. And then I just won't eat. So I need to wake up to a clean home already. It's set up for me to work and eat. Earth tones. Yeah, neutral, neutral or muted tones, lots of negative space. Then I want to prepare, as long as I'm at home, or just drink somewhere else, a cup of tea. Not coffee, which I have relied completely upon for the last maybe month and a half, which is very, very unlike me because I don't like building unnecessary addictions to things. <laughs> what are you talking about? <laughs> I can quit whenever I want. These are just choices. Yeah. So... Yeah, I, I would like to drink tea again. It's more calming to me. Mm-hmm. Um, so you've been drinking coffee like every day recently? At least once. Oh, okay. I've completely relied on it. I've been sleeping not nearly enough for... This is the least I've slept since probably the period of time before I had my nerve injury, which isn't great. So I'm going to start fixing that right now before I yeah. do something and then I'm too sensitive. So for you, the coffee is actually a reliance. Like it's actually giving you energy. Right. Well, it's maintaining my mild awakeness. It's not really giving yeah. me energy at this point. I'm so tired, it doesn't even really help. Huh. It, it barely affects me. Well, when you get used to caffeine, it's not going to do anything. I think that's what it is. I'm just used to caffeine. My, I just like It helped me a lot it. because I don't <laughs> like drinking. I like the taste of coffee. I don't like needing it to feel energetic. I yeah. feel, and tea is more calm. I don't want to feel energetic in even halfway a jittery way. I want to feel like a monk who just came out of a meditation. Yeah, exactly. Um, 
So I want to do that. Then I want to have my breakfast smoothie. Then do my exercise in the morning because that's the least annoying time for me. And then I do some language practice because after exercise, I'm too tired to focus on like reading, which is mm -hmm. the next thing. So I'll do my language practice. Then I got my energy back a little bit. I'll read. Then I will do at least maybe a little bit 20-minute admin work block. So figure out what's going on with the team. Handle some small things like email. Make sure I know what important things I've been doing for the day. And then do my morning work block, which okay. is an unspecified amount of hours because it I don't feel like keeping track of that at all. But it's like the work I wanted to get done. Yeah. Preferably get it done or make some decent progress here. So you want to eat, work out, study language, and read. Yes. All before. Yep. Those okay. things are going to wake me up. Well, if I get if I get too into my work, it's hard for me to take a break and then go read because yeah. I'm thinking about work. I'm like, oh, God, but I need to do this thing. So mm -hmm. I just won't read the whole day long. If I read in the morning, nothing has sunk into my head yet it's the perfect yeah. time for me to leave this universe to go accompany a fictional one that makes sense and then that's so that's basically your morning yep yep that's pretty much it other than the caveat that during my morning work hour a perfect day also means that i have the freedom to go for a walk or sit outside if i need to mull something over for mm. the work like i'm not necessarily stuck in one place doing the work block but i am working yeah I mean, your perfect morning is actually remarkably similar to mine yeah. Yeah. I would like to get up at six. Five thirty is a little early. Casual. But I am a filthy casual. It's okay. I can deal with that. I can live with that sitting on my conscience. That's good. You can't hurt me with your words, Martin. <laughs> um I found that I have this natural tendency to stay up a little later and then that pushes me to get up at seven thirty or eight, which I mean that works, but when I wake up at six, and maybe you feel this way too. I feel so much more productive. Yeah. And I, I think it's this knowledge that when I wake up at six, there's a, a huge block of time even before noon. Like I got six hours and I could go work out. I could eat breakfast. And by the time those are done, it's still 8 a.m. Yeah. I feel like and I could I do anything that early. Yeah. No one's there to bother you. Whereas when I wake up at eight or 730, I'm like, all right, if I go to the gym, I'm going to get back. and It's going to be like 930 or 10. We're already getting like late morning, like I'm losing a lot of the day. And I know personally that unless I'm working on a ridiculous deadline, I am not very productive around 3.30, 4.30. Yeah. That's kind of my slump in the day. So you're starting your day off making sacrifices already if, yeah. you, if you wake up a little later. Yep. So I would like to get up at 6 a.m. Uh, and I know that to do that, I have to go to bed earlier. So this requires a night routine that forces me to get into bed on time. Um, but we'll talk about what we need to do in a little while. And then I also want to do breakfast. I would like to drink a cup of coffee because I, I, I got nothing against I it. I like it's, coffee. It's delightful. Mm -hmm. But first thing I want to do is go exercise. Before you've had and anything? And I don't drink coffee before exercise. Do you drink water before you exercise? Oh, yeah. I wake up. I okay. drink. Okay. I wake up. I drink like a significant amount of water. I give the cat the rest of the water and then I go and water my That's trees. Nice. Basically, oh, my, you share it with everybody. My morning starts with a lot of water. Okay. I drink it. I give it to the cat. I water the tree. I don't water it every day, but I spritz it. Okay. And put on like a little humidifier for it because it's a tropical you're tree. You're exercising on an empty stomach. Um, Other than water. Sometimes I'll do it on an empty stomach or I'll maybe like eat some toast. Sometimes I will make a smoothie. 
Okay. I guess the ideal for me would be to wake up, have enough time to make the smoothie, and then go. Mm. Uh, and this is, I want to talk about something that, you know, it's kind of, it seems obvious, but I hadn't been doing it. So one point of frustration for me was that I like going to the gym with Anna, but I get up before Anna. And I also, I just tend to get ready a little quicker. And I didn't want to feel like I was, I don't know, bossing her around or pressuring her to go faster and faster. So I, sometimes I would just like wake up and go myself or sometimes I would just never go. And we finally had to talk about it. And she's like, well, you know, I'm just, I'm a deadline driven person. So just tell me what time you're leaving and I'll be ready. Mm. I was like, oh, well, in my head, it sounded pushy if I was going to do that. But now that you've told me that you're okay with that, okay. And that's actually decreased a lot of stress. So perfect day for me, I go to the gym with Anna and I don't have to wait around. We leave at seven or we leave at 6.30 or whatever time it is. Okay. So, and we've worked to communicate better and make actually make that happen. So I'll have my smoothie, go to the gym, usually climbing gym, we'll have to climb together or I'll lift. Uh, I'm also trying to get back into doing some morning skating sessions uh, or just bike because it's warm now. Yeah. You know, I like doing some diverse activity. I guess I don't want to be forced to do the same exact kind of workout every single day. And that's, that's fine for me. Come back. Uh, for me, so I know you have language practice, and that's like your one of your yeah, passions. Yeah, I, I don't see that being a reasonable thing for you. What do you got? My passion is music. Okay. But I don't want to do that in the morning because I slip into it, and I'll do it for hours. Yeah. Okay. You know, and and I've, I've learned some things about myself recently, and we'll talk about that in the evening section, but uh, – I think like come back from the workout, shower, get ready, and then read. That's the next thing. And I know from personal experience that I probably won't read in the evenings. It's just not my thing. But in the mornings, it's great. And this leads to the next part of what would make this day perfect. I don't want to feel like I have to start working at a certain point because of deadline pressure. Oh, and deadline for a specific work task. Yeah, like, like oh, oh, no, this I'm running video late on this. needs to be out this day, and I already know that there's like eight more hours of work needs to be put into it. Yeah. You know, or, uh oh, we haven't recorded a podcast yet, <clears> so Martin, you better get over here at this time so we can get it done. Like, you know, I'll, I will freely admit that I am a person who has let myself become entirely driven by deadlines. And I don't know if this is necessarily a bad thing, but it is a stressful thing. And I think like if you were to ask most creative people whether they were super driven by deadlines, you would get a yes from them, which is why there's that joke about, you know, writers have the cleanest houses in the world mm. and they never employ cleaners because <laughs> they don't want to write. So they just clean their house over and over again. Uh, it's a problem that creative people have and I definitely have it. But for me in a perfect world, I would wake up and I'd be like, oh, I'm going to work on that video that's due in four weeks and we're going to get it done this week and it's going to be ready to go three weeks in advance. Like that would be amazing. That would be amazing. Would love for that to happen. So that's also perfection. Um, that's going to require a lot of advanced work. And also it's going to require me not taking on extra work for the next couple of months, probably <laughs> so we can build up a backlog. Yeah. Uh, anywho. So I'm going to read and I might actually get some additional quote unquote reading done while on a bike ride too. Oh, because I do a lot of audiobooks. Gotcha. Yeah, I'm listening to one called Black Edge right now, and it's great. It's like insider trading and FBI stuff, Wall Street. Mm -hmm. My jam, basically. Fair enough. <laughs> 
and then I get to work. No specific time, and the reason I don't want a specific time is because I, I want time to sink into the reading. Partly because it's fun to read, but partly because I know that part of what enables me to do this work is reading widely. So it's not like, oh, read 24, or you know, read 20 pages or read 30 minutes. That's kind of not enough. Yeah. I need to get into stuff. Like I've got a video that I'm going to do at the end of this month and I'm going to re- read an entire book for it. So going to have to put in some hours into reading and they happen best before the work starts. And then uh, get to work. So I guess that's the morning taken care of. How about your afternoons and evenings? Okay, well... Obviously, next, I'm going to have some lunch. Uh, so you actually do want to eat lunch? I do want to eat lunch. But okay. but this is important. Lunch for me on a perfect perfect weekly kind of thing is simple with minimal cooking and made up of good whole foods. You know, like I don't want to cook for lunch. Yeah. I'm tired of that. I used to love cooking, and then I think I I need it to be simpler now. I'm too busy to do the fancy stuff I wanted to do. So I just want, to like, some, I don't know, some hard-boiled eggs, almonds, uh some kale chips or something and fruit. Like I, easy mm. stuff that like it's prepared beforehand Yeah, and I just assemble it and then I just eat it. I do not want to be cooking for lunch because then I have to clean up right after and then it takes a whole bunch of time. You just reminded me about hard-boiled eggs. I yeah, forgot about yeah, those. they're good. I they're mean, hard, they they're boiled. They don't really taste that good to me, but they're a good source They're, they're good in that they're nutrients. really easy. And they're very easy, yeah. Whereas if I like fry some eggs or something, now I'm like, well, the stove's all covered in oil. I'm going to want to clean that up afterward because, like, if I don't do that, then I can't wake up in the morning with a perfectly yeah. reset everything. So I want an easy lunch that requires almost no cleanup but is still good. Yeah, and I guess, like, this is – the rub here is – I guess what we're describing is, like, the perfect realistic day because on a perfect day, I never wash dishes. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. So I can't, have I can't avoid some things that I don't really want to deal with. But the, the perfect day that I could potentially set up for my actual self. Yeah. So simple, good, healthy lunch. After that, I'm going to do one of two things, depending on how my brain's feeling. Maybe how much, uh, how draining the morning work was. So I'm either going to start my afternoon work immediately and then put a break in the middle of it and then continue it. Or I'm going to do my afternoon work after I first go on a slightly longer break to get me ready to focus again after lunch. Like going Usually, out for a walk or roller Yeah, going something. for a walk or maybe I go out to take some photos or I work a little bit on some piano. Mm-hmm. Something that's just a an indetermined amount of time break because depending on how worn I was from the morning, I may not be able to focus yet until I do something else. Yeah. But it's important that I do the afternoon work at a certain time, so basically, like you, about three to four, that that time is worthless for me. That's nothing. Yeah. That's not – I can't really work then very well. It would be better for me to work after that mm-hmm. and before that rather – and then, like, take the break then. That would yeah. probably be perfect. Yeah. So, you know, lunch and then work till, like, three, go do something else till 4.30 or something, and then come back and finish my work. So work is done when I feel good about what I've accomplished. And I'm very honest with myself in that regard because I tend to lean automatically toward feeling like I haven't done enough. So when I feel good, I know I've done some good work. And then I'm done because on a perfect day, I don't want anything left over. I don't want to be like, but I didn't finish that thing. That's not Mm, perfect. The perfect day, I finished it or I reached a really good checkpoint and I can clock out mentally. So perfect day requires you to get good at estimating what you can get done. Yeah, I need to set hours. realistic goals yeah. and, and or know what checkpoints 
are acceptable to stop at and say, I did that, we're good. Because otherwise, I will just kind of have it in my head the rest of the night, Mm -hmm. and it will throw everything else off. So I do my work until I feel like I've finished. After this, I want to cook dinner, but once again, I want simple things now. I don't, I think I sauteed things and stir fried too much. I don't okay. care about Are you it anymore. Of them now or just like... I want to roast things now. I want to have like roasted oh. vegetables and and like got uh, like lentils and just sometimes pizza or something. I don't want to saute things for a while. I need to get back into cooking using a slightly easier cleanup method. I forgot about. Well, I don't want to say forgot because I really never thought about it. I never thought about roasting, but Anna does roasted vegetables whenever we make uh, pasta. And yeah, it's easy. Yeah, you, so, just, you toss the vegetables in olive oil, you throw them on a pan, you put them in the oven, and they're delicious. And the cleanup and is like so easy too. That you don't get with sautéing. Yeah, I want to do. That I don't tend to get. I want to do that. Well, you can do it with like a cast iron, probably better. But oh yeah, I but like that that's still. I had that. It was annoying to clean up. So in my perfect yeah. regular day, I'll do the really really fancy cooking on the weekend. But for the weekdays, no. I yeah. want simple cleanup, just some roasted like peppers and onions and carrots and lentils and kale and just. Look at that. I did it. And then I just throw this glass pan in the dishwasher mm-hmm. and I say, congratulations. There's no, I hand washed my good knife and that's all I had to do. That's, that's a pretty good idea. I don't, I do not want to be scrubbing pans. I do not, Yeah. none of that. So then preferably it's my perfect day. So I still have a little bit of time to be somewhat social. It doesn't have to be too much, but I do something with, with Ashley or friends or family or I'm playing an online game with somebody, or I'm just talking, and um, I'm trying to set up. I'm going to set up a system again to keep track of who I've been talking to because of my community. I realize after going to Iowa and needing to visit twelve people or sets of people, that is it's quite large, and I yeah. don't remember all of it at once because I can never <laughs> remember a full list. So I'm going to go back into some sort of a thing to make sure I keep up with everybody because otherwise, mm-hmm. every time I talk to them, it's the catching up conversation, and that's annoying, and I put it off. But it's not annoying when we're past that and we're yeah. just like, hey, what are you doing today? So should do a video about that Trello system. Yeah. I've gotten I've got a similar thing that I've been or, doing in iCloud notes too. Yeah. I haven't decided which one's better at the moment, but I had an alternative too that was working for a while. Okay. Well yeah, show it to so, me later because it might be a good video idea. Yeah. Um so I've I've had social time. Now I don't know if this is before or after the next thing, but in a perfect day at some point. I've had some time to work on something creative. So maybe I did photography during my break. I worked on piano or I did some game development or some at least being able to think about the projects and write some notes down. Yeah. And I can't say this happens right here because sometimes photography needs to happen at dawn or in the evening, depending on what I want to take photos of in the lighting. So mm-hmm. at some point I've done art. And then I will. it would be really great if I had like 20 minutes to play some video games if I happen to be playing one. Not that much. And then... I reset my living space for the morning. That's yeah. the whole evening. I just thought about this. Like one of my biggest pet peeves is I wake up and usually I just like do not want to unload the dishwasher. And that causes a whole cascade of effects. It's like dishwasher is not available. Okay, now I got to hand wash things. Don't want to do that. Things pile up. Don't yeah. cook. Yeah. So maybe like the wind down routine needs to involve unloading the dishwasher and putting everything away. Oh, so like the, the very beginning of the right evening, after dinner, you run it and then... You run it right after dinner. Yeah. That's a good idea. That's an improvement because mm-hmm. it's like you said, if, if something in the morning is wrong, I'm like, okay, well, I, had, I don't have time for that now. I wanted to eat now. Yeah. So now I'm just going to go get something from Whole Foods and that, mm-hmm. or I've thrown everything off. Yeah. 
This week's episode of our show is brought to you by our friends over at Brilliant, who have built an awesome learning platform for anyone who wants to boost their skills and their problem-solving abilities in the areas of math, science, and computer science. They have an excellent course library with tons of in-depth classes you can take on uh, calculus, on probability, statistics, math for trading and finance, if you're doing like um, quantitative stuff like that. They have science courses like gravitational physics, classical mechanics, and computer science courses as well, including computer algorithms, um, computer memory, and there's even a Python coding course on Brilliant now uh, as well. Plus, in addition to their library of in-depth courses, there is a new feature that launched this year called Daily Challenges, where every single day they post bite-sized challenges that you can sink your teeth into that you can probably solve in about five to 10 minutes and that might actually get you curious about an area that you haven't considered before. So it's a great way to expand your base of knowledge, but it's also a great way to build your abilities as a problem solver. And this is something that the people who build Brilliant know very well. When you spend time solving problems, regardless of what area they're in, you stretch your capability abilities as a problem solver universally. And this is very helpful for moving forward in your career, getting jobs and doing creative things in general. So if you want to make learning a daily habit, you want to stretch those problem solving capabilities, then you can start learning for free on Brilliant by going over brilliant.com slash college info geek and signing up. And when you do their free plan gets you access to new daily challenges every single day. Plus, if you do decide to subscribe to their premium offerings, you're going to get the entire archive of every daily challenge that's been put out since the beginning, plus access to all of their in depth courses. And if you're one of the first 200 people to sign up at brilliant.org slash college info geek, you're going to get 20% off that annual premium subscription. Big thanks as always to brilliant for sponsoring this episode and being a supporter of our show. And another big thanks goes out to our other sponsor this week, hover. Hover is the best place on the internet to get your hands on a domain name, which if you've listened to this show for any amount of time, you know that you should do as soon as you possibly can. And the reason for that is that if you want to get a good job, if you want to land the kind of job that you're dreaming of getting after college, or maybe even right now, you need to build a strong personal brand. And this is something that exists both offline and online. Offline is things like your resume, your business cards, the way that you engage with people at events, the way that you engage with people basically, you know, all over the place, the way you tell your story, but it also exists online. It exists in your social media profiles, your LinkedIn profile, but most importantly, at your personal website, at your portfolio, the way that you really present yourself to the world online. And a great personal website starts with a domain name, professional domain name that is yours and yours alone. And if you know anything about domain names, you know that once somebody has it, you really can't get it. So even if you're not yet ready to build your own website, you should at least go and secure your domain name so it is available to you when you're ready to start doing that. And again, Hover is the best place on the internet to get it, not least of which because they have over 400 domain extensions to choose from, ranging from the classic .coms and .mes, which I would probably go for if you were going to build a professional web presence, but they also have lots of other choices like .limo and .ninja, .lol, all kinds of stuff like that. I do have thomas.lol, so you can check that out if you want an example there. Uh, and in addition to all of those different extensions, they also have a very hassle-free streamlined experience. In fact, if you have an account on Hover like I do, you can buy a domain name in less than 30 seconds, and there are no annoying pop-ups to get in your way at all. Plus, once you've got the domain name, you can also use their Connect feature to easily hook it up to website builders like Squarespace and Shopify, or you can use their email feature to create a very professional email address for that domain like thomas at collegeofogeek.com which can help to further boost your professional image on the internet. So if you're ready to secure your domain name then head over to hover.com slash CIG and once you do that you're going to get 10% off of your first purchase. Once again hover.com slash CIG and then it's H-O-V-E. 
er.com slash CIG. Once again, big thanks to Hover for sponsoring this podcast and being a big supporter of our show. And speaking of our show, let's get back into it. Yeah, just been thinking like, I don't know if other people are like this. I think they are, but every little thing seems so simple. But it's like the the collective just weight of all the things you got to do and the timing and the order that's what makes things complicated yeah and keeping your life optimized and i think this is why minimalism is such like a, a big thing right now because like when you're a minimalist there's less to do yeah maintenance like the ordering the doesn't matter like all right we have all these fun house plants what does that mean oh that now there's like watering schedules for every single type of plant so if you want things to be easy like being a minimalist totally makes sense and if you want things to be vibrant and complicated then you just i don't know you're almost like a drummer with a huge kit that like has a zillion symbols on it or something. You have to know how to use them all at the right times and everything. Yeah. So I, I tell Ashley that like, basically my problem is every day I die a death by a thousand cuts. <laughs> I never once have a giant, when there's a giant real emergency that never bothers me. I'm not like my schedule got broke because I broke my arm. I don't feel guilty afterward. Yeah. Cause but, you can focus on it. But the tiny things, the, Oh, there's a dish I had to leave out. I didn't have time to clean it. And it turns into, Oh God, I got to wife off the, the stove mm-hmm. oh no now i've just left mail on the table because i felt rushed and i didn't open it or do anything with it and then it's the whole day becomes tiny stresses built upon yeah. each other and i don't, I don't want to make it sound like oh my life is terrible because of these things because it's not oh it's, no, it's like not, it's not like a it's it's like the killer. it's not the a perfect pile day. of sand you have to crawl up that keeps like making you slip back down to get to like your optimal perfect day right so yeah. People listening to this don't take this as oh, it's too hard to wash the dishes. Like, no, it's not. It's just well, optimal living requires a lot of juggling, like a lot of spinning plates. And the more you add to your life, the more spinning plates there are. Yeah, but you know? if you keep if you keep things maintained, you never have to say I'm going to spend the next hour or yeah. two doing this big thing. And yeah. and for me, this is an extra special concern because. Uh, because of OCD, it's really dumb. So I'll just literally get stuck there looking at everything that I have to do and unable to do any of it very easily. Mm-hmm. Analysis paralysis comes very naturally. Yeah, exactly. So <sighs> afternoon for me, uh, I mean like perfect day. If we're talking perfect day, lunch would just be like a bowl of poke that just pops in front of me. Because I would eat we poke. We can discuss how to make I would eat appearing poke every day. poke. We can figure out magic poke. <laughs> Please do. If you can figure that out. I mean, I can order delivery poke. That's not magic enough. That's not magic You need enough. to give them keys so they sneak into the house there and put it go. on the table while you're working. And okay. then they just leave without a trace. Yeah. Only problem is uh, eating poke every day would be expensive. And also, I don't think you should what? eat like raw fish every single day. No, that sounds bad for you. It also sounds very expensive to get the more borderline, like, what are they called? People who come clean things like a housekeeper who, cause they have the keys and everything oh, just to yeah. come bring you a bowl of fish. That's <laughs> actually, I know somebody who has a house manager. Um, so literally anything they don't want to do, this person does for them. Oh, but that probably costs, that costs a lot of money to have somebody there every day. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I don't think Pavington. I want to do it either. I just, I no, would let's like figure fish. out the order in which things are less stressful or the least stressful. Yeah. I mean, I, I pay for certain things. I pay for people to come clean the house like once a month, and I find that very worth it. Um, I may eventually pay for people to mow the lawn again. I'm not sure. But there are certain things where I'm just like, no, we can take care of them. Uh, so lunch for me, again, simple thing, just like you. In fact, for lunch today, I just 
poured some almonds and put a carrot on a plate and then cut up an apple. And I think some uh, hard-boiled eggs would like that would be the the last piece of the puzzle to make that a pretty optimal combination. Yeah, it'd fill it out pretty good. Because then if I'm doing my smoothie in the morning, like that's spinach and kale and some berries, and then for lunch it's like a carrot and an apple. That's actually pretty comprehensive right there. And then for dinner for roasting vegetables, maybe like sautéing some meat or something. Yeah. Do you sauté meat? Yeah, you do. You. That's just a technique. It could be anything, right? Yeah, you just cook it on the pan. I mean, I've made... I mean, I don't know if there's another different... Like, an extra word for it. I guess they usually just say, like, brown the meat, and they don't say brown the vegetables. They usually say saute the vegetables. That's because when you make vegetables, you're fancier. That's true. It is fancier. And if the recipe's (laughs) fancy, maybe it will tell you to saute the meat. Oh, Or there's a different French word for specifically doing the same thing to meat. I don't know. Mate. (laughs) That's it. That's the one. Don't think that's it. (laughs) Um, so I feel like our, our perfect days are very similar. In they certain are areas, very similar. Cause I would eat lunch and I would get right back to work or I would go out for a rollerblade session or a walk. Um, now that Tony is in Denver now, my video editor, uh, we've just been like going out doing Pokemon go walks. Oh, he's here for good, huh? He's here for good now. Oh, nice. I didn't know that. I yep. forgot about that. Yep. Uh, we're building the village. Nice. Everyone come to Denver. It's a good city. So, yeah, he got me back into Pokemon Go and playing a little bit of that or go rollerblading, go skateboarding, whatever it is, come back, do the rest of my work. And honestly, perfect day for me would involve like four to five hours of work. That sounds pretty reasonable. Yeah. And I honestly, I think that if we put our minds to it, we can work for four to five hours a day and that would be all we need to do. That lines up with what uh, was in Deep Work, I believe. It was talking about, somebody was talking about like, maybe 90 minute periods of focus uh, Mm -hmm. or something to that effect and having three of those like four and a half hours of super optimal mental thinking and yeah yeah, maybe there's another half hour hour of menial stuff you got to get done but yeah i mean it's it gets kind of weird like what are needed yeah and like for the work itself right yeah a lot of people spend they're just sitting at the desk for like a couple hours every day and the company's Mm -hmm. paying them to be there and, you know, sometimes eight hours of work is needed. We've talked about, like, you have periods in your life where you're going super hard because you have a goal and you gotta, you know, yeah. you're starting from the bottom. And someday you're going to be here, but it's not now. It depends very strongly on the work. But in your case, you, know, you decided the work. So. But, like, here's here's the work for me. Like, work work is working on CIG, shooting videos, writing videos, admin work, having calls, whatever that is. Yeah. The reading, that factors into the work. Because I'll get a lot of my stories and examples from reading books, but I don't think of that as work. So I guess I, I'm not going to say like, oh, reading plus CIG work is four to five hours. No, it's probably like four to five hours of solid work plus probably an extra hour of reading. And then I want to do more serious stuff with music. So maybe there's like three more hours of music that night. Who knows? But I would like to compress my work work into four or five hours. That'd be great. And I think we can do that with you know better productivity, more focus while we're doing it a better plan, like just knowing exactly what we got to do and getting into it, no distractions, all that kind of stuff like that. And then, yeah, same as you, man, late afternoon comes around. That's probably going to be the time to stop working. It's, which is dead, which like, I mean, it doesn't, doesn't that make sense? I feel like in this, in this culture, we're pressured to work all these hours, but man, when I went to school as a kid, I was done at three. <clears throat> like I had homework sometimes, but at three, I wasn't doing homework right away. I was probably going to go out and hang out with my friends. In high school, I had jobs, so that kind of went by the wayside. But uh, before I had jobs and on my off days, 
like 3 p.m. to 6 p.m., I was hanging out with people. And then homework would be done at night. Sometimes i get up super early and go to school at 6 a.m., do my homework in the gym there. Like, that was a pretty cool schedule, actually. So, yeah, I like the idea of, like, socialization early, or maybe not early afternoon, but, like, late afternoon. Not stopping in the evening. Yeah. And a perfect day. And then the big one for me is uh, on a perfect day, there's music as well. Like, working on it. And... So last week, Ransom came over, and we were just doing a bunch of brainstorming for improvements to the business. But he also showed me this new artist that I'd never heard of um, named Tosh Sultana. I'm not sure if you've heard of them. They're nope. like a Australian solo artist. But if you heard their music, you wouldn't think it's solo because it's a ton of instruments and all kinds of stuff going on at once. And he showed me a video of them playing a song live, and they use like this crazy looper pedal setup to do all the layers and eventually build up this perfectly full composition all themselves all live and i was like wait a minute that that looks interesting because for the uh for the fender video i sat down i tried to compose music and that was fun but it was a little frustrating and i i found that i don't really enjoy tinkering around with a daw and doing you know, takes into the recording software as much as I like just getting the instrument and playing and building something up as I go. And uh, watching that person um, build all these looper compositions up, I was like, that's that's what I want to do. So I've been doing that the past few days, and it's been so much fun. So I want to do that every day, basically. Yeah. I got to have time for that. And then I obviously have to get to, get to bed on time. So I can have another perfect day the next day. When is on time for you? How much sleep do you need? I need six and a half to seven hours. Okay. I need less than Anna needs. I don't know how much you need, but I've I think seven is basically the When I was waking up really well, I was getting seven. Yeah. But I'm remembering what I think now seven, feels yeah, seven's so about far good off. for me. I don't need eight. Eight's unrealistic for me, so even if it would be slightly better, I'm like, but I can't give up that much. Mm, but I don't want to cut the sleep time. too much. What I'm doing now, I've cut too much sleep. Yeah. But I don't want to – the extra hour is not worth the cost of mm -hmm. the extra hour to me. So how do we get to the perfect day? The first thing that comes to mind for me, and I've been doing this, is going back to the buffer alarm. Okay. Because, again – my natural inclination will be to dawdle a bit at night, go to bed at 11, 11.30, get up at 7.30 or, I don't know, go to bed at midnight sometimes. Uh, and this, so there's another thing. Like I'll naturally sleep seven and a half hours if I want. But if I get up from only seven hours of sleep and I do that consistently, I'm fine. So I think it's just like the the desire to stay in bed and laze around. That is I have to thing. like work to get out of that. You know, I'm, I'm not some like super person who just springs up immediately after seven hours and like, I'm ready to go. No, I kind of have to force it. But once I'm good, once I'm out of bed and I'll up for a few minutes, I'm good to go for the whole day. Okay. Uh, so the buffer alarm for anyone who hasn't heard, I basically use the app buffer and I set up a tweet that just basically tells people like, hey, I'm still in bed because I'm lazy. And if you reply to this, I'll give you five bucks. And uh, my job is to get up go to my computer, turn it on, and delete that tweet before it goes out. Yeah. You ever just forget <laughs> it? Like you're awake and you just forgot to... I did once. Okay. Way back when, back in like 2013 or something, 
And I think the article I wrote on it actually has a screenshot of the PayPal transaction because somebody had replied to me. Oh. And it's very anxiety-inducing now because I have more followers. So I know <laughs> that I would get a zillion messages. And, like, I put, like, a limit on there, so I'm not going to bankrupt myself. But still, <laughs> for me, like, the, the prospect of losing 25 bucks or something is actually less scary than the prospect of having, like, 100 people making fun of me on Twitter. <laughs> Just, you slept in, Tom. So yeah. I would never forget. But that's my way of sort of shifting my my sleep window back a couple of hours because I do when I'm awake feel better if I get up super early yeah not super early but 6 a.m no it's it, the morning feels really it feels quiet it feels peaceful to me mm -hmm. it was great during vacation too because going to when I was in California right it's an hour earlier there so it was even easier oh, for yeah. me to wake up early there and while the pier is filled with people and mixtapes and nonsense during the reg regular part of the day in the morning it's just perfectly quiet i'm like i'm gonna go look at the ocean and no one is going to hand me a bracelet or a mixtape or anything of any kind it's just a quiet ocean it's not a mixtape in a bracelet i mean that's thinking you know you combine them but it's not profitable for them to be out that early because yeah. no one's there mm -hmm. so that's that's really nice but early mornings on vacation are the best just because, yeah, no one's out there and you're just – you're in this place that you want to explore and you have a few hours. And, and you can explore. Mm -hmm. You're not rushing late or, or running late on something. And to me, if I've been sleeping – if I'm used to it, unlike right this second. So tomorrow probably isn't going to – I'm not going to spring right out of bed. But in the past, as long as I wake up and I don't immediately have something, I'm like, oh, God, I have to do that. Yeah. I can just – I'm just up and energetic and, and happy about it. Mm -hmm. So for me, I, I need to do the initial resetting of the apartment. I need to have the living room and my work desk and the kitchen all set to beautifully muted negative space and and functional because then yeah. the morning is when that feels good. And if it doesn't happen in the morning, I'm the whole day is thrown off. I kind of feel like if I didn't start my day correctly, it's really hard for me to mm -hmm. get the energy back. And it seems like it would be really easy to just be like, okay, this doesn't matter. Like the morning being thrown up doesn't matter, but it does affect you. It messes with my motivation. It's like a success spiral. I yeah. succeeded at thing one, yeah. which was last night. And it allows me to spend this morning going, oh yeah, I didn't mess that up. Mm -hmm. Nice. And then I eat because otherwise I will really just skip meals because I'm like, well, the kitchen's, it's a mess, so I can't make food. Mm -hmm. But... I don't have time to clean. I'm hungry, but I can't make food because the kitchen's a mess. So then I'll yeah. just kind of like go back and forth and then eventually go to Whole Foods. Everything's hours late and then the day's thrown off. So I just need to reset and then start setting my alarm. That so in work. the evening, you got to clean up the house. Yeah. And if I don't, so this was working beautifully for like a week or two. Mm -hmm. Every morning I woke up amazed at how usable my everything was. I didn't need any reminders of what I was working on. I didn't need any reminder to make food. I just did it and then I just go right to my desk and I'd be like, huh, there's nothing around here to distract me. I guess I'll just work then. I yeah. guess I'll just do what I'm supposed to do. It's not a giant mess mm -hmm. that makes me unable to focus. So then one day something happened where the we made something complicated in the kitchen. And I had to do something else that night. Mm. So we didn't reset everything fully. Yeah. I have not reset the kitchen fully since then, and it's <laughs> been at least a month. It's <laughs> okay, so you got you to gotta go do a reset. I got to do the first initial really obnoxious reset. Mm -hmm. 
You just got to make it all set up again. Yeah. All right. So do a reset. Yeah, I'm going to do that tonight. That'll fix about. everything. Sometimes you got to do a reset sprint. And then after that, you got to figure out how am I going to time things so maintenance is easier. And yeah. same thing for you. We got to just clean the kitchen at night. Like the whole notion that, oh, I'm just going to wake up and clean the kitchen. It'll be fine. Don't do why, it. Why don't want to do that first thing? Nope. That's terribly. That's yeah. why I stay in bed. I'm like, what awaits me? Oh, <laughs> uh, cleaning. That awaits me. That's dumb. I'm going to stay in bed now and mm. check for Pokemon or something. That does not keep me in bed at all. And I, I, I never... I never get my phone out and just play with it in bed. It's this isn't literally play. never. I'm checking for Pokemon. Oh, okay. This, this, is, this is real life. Serious, serious business. <laughs> okay, I'm sorry. I'm sorry about that. You've offended Wait, what my team culture. Are you? Instinct. Is that the blue one? No. The Mystic is the blue one. I'm the yellow one. Oh, you're the yellow one. The blue one makes a lot of sense for me, but I aspire to really function did. more on instinct than overthinking things. Oh, okay. So. Also, Zapdos is my favorite, and my wisdom told me that mm. this is a game, so I should just go with the one that has my favorite legendary as the logo. Articuno is my favorite, and this is because Zapdos, while cool, is basically anime hair turned into a Pokemon. That only makes him cooler. <laughs> Imagine if Super Saiyan Goku walks up to you, but then you hear a mysterious call. Then you're like, what's going on? <laughs> his hair And then is his hair is a Zapdos. <laughs> and then Moltres. Moltres is the worst one because, you know, like, Chickens have like a little. Moltres looks way more like a chicken to Mult- me. Well, Mult- you know how like chickens have that like weird flappy rubber like yeah. red thing on their heads. Yeah. Moltres is just like that, but put all over the bird. At least he's the flappiest my of chickens. Remember, my, right. my memory of Gen One Moltres it was just like, what did they do to this bird? What is going on here? <laughs> I think they were trying to make it like fiery. It but prob- at least I back mean, then it looked just like back the weird then a lot of the graphics were a little ridiculous. All over the bird. <laughs> So I like Articuno. It's like this graceful ice bird. So Mystic is my team. Looks like we're going to be rivals. Yeah, well, I caught a shiny Lugia this morning. So we're you're not, not even worthy to be my rival. We're not going to be rivals. I'm like level 15. Oh, okay. <laughs> oh, anyway, whatever. Well, something about mornings. I was talking about how I never mess with my phone. In bed. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. If I want to stay in bed, it's because I just want to go back to sleep. But... There's never any dread about what the kitchen looks like because oh, when I'm, I get up, I'm there's like with dread. instant things I want to do. It's just so for, for me, the perfection is those things I want to do should be pushed off a little bit. I shouldn't feel so pressured to do them so that way I can make my smoothie so that way I can take care of my plants and I can read a book, go to the gym, those things. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I guess like a solid night routine where we know what the bedtime is and there is ample time before that to clean the kitchen up set the space back to neutral get ready calm down whatever it is which is going to require some discipline yeah um for work i think the big thing is like i really want to have us get ahead which means i can't take on new things for a while you need a buffer zone for simply making extra yeah like last month there was one video that i did an entire like once one day yeah. And that video did better than any other video I did in that month, which really annoys me. Ain't but that just the way? It also told me, okay, I have the ability to do a video in a day that's still high quality. And immediately the, the thought was, well, we could go to like... Let's make 16 videos a day. videos a week or something. And maybe we <clears> will in the future. But I think what we should do is like picture that as a tool. And what is our goal right now? Get ahead. That's the tool we will use. We'll produce a bunch of videos ahead of time. And yeah. then if we can be like, all right, consistently we're a week or two ahead, now we'll think about 
pushing the schedule forward. Yeah, yeah. Because I prefer the idea of doing what we're currently doing while feeling more comfortable yeah. to just saying, well, what if we were still stressed, though? <laughs> <Huh>? <laughs> exactly. Yeah, we need to overcome the temptation to keep reaping the material benefits of increasing the schedule because it always comes at the cost of additional stress. Yeah. Fix the stress first. So that's a big thing for me as well. Um, have lunch food prepared, which is really easy. Just make sure like I have carrots and apples on hand and almonds on hand and then like occasionally throw a bunch of eggs into a pot and boil those. Yeah. Should be good. And then a uh, big one for me is like make sure the music stuff is set up always. Oh, so you don't you don't want to have to replug in like your looper pedal or things no, like that. It's just, just want to be able up. to pick it up. And that's the whole philosophy of having the acoustic guitar sitting on the stand in the living room. Because then you walk by, you're like, I think I'll play for a couple minutes. You pick it up and you end up playing for half an hour. It's like you have to have really easy avenues into the flow state. And if you're getting more complicated with your music, then I think you need to get you need to make figure out how to set that up so it's still easy to access and i'm like all right well when i moved here i thought having all the music stuff in this studio would be the best idea because this is where all the lights are cameras are like it makes sense to have the gear here but i never want to come upstairs to do anything like i work here i go to sleep in the bedroom that's it so i'm not going to come up here to play music as often as i would just walk by the guitar in my living room and play it so what I'm doing is like, I'm just setting up my little looper station in the living room, right by the acoustic guitar. And that way it's the same exact deal. Maybe it's a little bit more involved than turning on the, or than picking up the guitar, because I got to turn on the looper pedal or whatever, but it's still very low effort. And then you just, you get into it. Yeah. That's how you get good. So you need to have your environment prepped. Yep. And, and a good evening routine. Yep. And food ready. Yeah. But I think we also have to remain flexible. Nonsense. Because sometimes, like, you guys are going to come over or we're going to go out for something, go to karaoke or something like that. Like, we'll get back a little later. So I don't know how to deal with – like, those often throw things off. I think on those days – so the problem before was I was like, I'm just going to get some sleep and then I'll fix it tomorrow. But then I've messed up my routine, so tomorrow mm -hmm. is off, and then I'm demotivated because tomorrow is off. So I just need to be like – Maintaining this only takes like 20 minutes. Just sleep 20 minutes fewer. Fix the house first. That's true, yeah. What are you doing? Or I guess if you know you have plans, then just make sure you fix the house before the plans. Yeah. Yeah. If something spontaneous happens, though, I just need to say, yeah, I'll stay up another 20 minutes to fix this because I'm going to very much thank myself tomorrow. Yeah. Yeah, that makes sense. And well, I don't know. I don't like the idea of sacrificing sleep too much, though. Oh, it shouldn't happen all the time. If it happens all the time, then I'm going to need to switch up when stuff happens or, yeah. you know, plan hanging out and realize that I need to do this beforehand. Yeah, I guess it's true. Well, there it is. The rest yeah, there of it is. Um, hopefully. Now listen to the episode that we happen. just recorded to take your own medicine. <laughs> uh, I didn't write take medicine anywhere in these notes, so. I'll add them in later. It's not part of looking. my perfect day. Now I'm going to have all this stuff set up tonight. I want. I need to set up the keeping track of uh, social connections thing and then a whole bunch of other stuff. And I need to buy food because I've been gone for like two weeks. Everything, yeah. if there is anything in the fridge, it's probably bad. So yep. I need to yeah, travel really messes. Go fix up. that up. I mean, the, the whole first half of May was kind of just a crapshoot for the entire a business. Huge, huge mess. I went to Iowa with Anna to visit family 
you went to California with Ashley. So already like four people in the company are gone. Yeah. Tony was visiting family yep. and traveling and then moving here. So just like basically the entire yeah. wheels came to a halt and now we're getting it back and going again. Yeah. But you guys aren't leaving for a while. Um, I'm not leaving for at least a month. So we got some time. Um, we have opportunity. Yeah. I don't know. So I guess like a, you know, if you want to take anything from this episode, uh, dear listeners, setting this stuff out specifically how the day is working is actually helping me a lot to figure out what I need to do today to make mm-hmm. it happen tomorrow. And otherwise leaving it a vague concept, I likely would have skipped something and yeah. then tomorrow been like, oh, the morning's so, oh no, I don't have any lunch food. Mm-hmm. Now it's, I unexpectedly ruined it. This is going to help me reset things and I'm going to try to do sort of a daily habit thing for things that it, it makes sense for. I'll yeah. probably track resetting every night. Yeah. And then I'm going to set up the systems now so that I can do it for a couple weeks in a row. It's probably going to feel great. The way I kind of think about it is it's the difference between cooking a home-cooked meal at home and running a restaurant kitchen. Like cooking a meal is easy. Reading for 30 minutes every day, easy. Going to the gym, easy. On their own. Yeah. But to live a life where you consistently wake up on time, keep your space organized, always exercise, always read, always work on your creative pursuits, always have social time, and always get your work done in the time that you want. Like making all that happen requires some orchestration. Yeah. Requires some logistics, you know, requires some some, uh, thinking ahead. And yeah, doing what you did where you just write out like, this is my ideal day. How do I make it happen? What depends on what, like what, how should I time things? That's what you got to do. So write out what you want to do, figure out the timing and go from there and use whatever tools you need to use, whether it's a weird buffer alarm or a habit tracker or a hiring a drill instructor to stand in your corner and yell at you ever all day. They I mean, can bring you the poke. They, yeah, but they're, they're going to eat like half the poke and laugh at me. Then you're motivated. I guess I would be motivated. Maybe. If you don't have that work done, if you respond in the next well five to minutes, authoritarianism, then you will be motivated more. <laughs> I kind, I kind of do. I think. I mean, it pro- I, I guess it depends on what kind of person you are, and then also whether you respond to authoritarianism towards something you already wanted to do yeah. or towards stuff you didn't want to do. Because I, that's true. I doubt you'd respond well if he was just like, "Put on this tutu and throw away your business." You, I don't think you'd be like, "Yes, sir." <laughs> <laughs> I, 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 I don't understand the point of this, like, but this, this is <laughs> this is no longer the direction I wanted, so I'm not gonna care. <laughs> don't care. Put the tutu on. <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't think I respond very well to authoritarianism when it's things I don't want to do. Yeah, it's like but motivational it's, authoritarian. Yeah, somebody <laughs> if somebody was just, and you know what, uh, somebody I know uh, was talking to me on the phone, and uh, he said he actually hires business coaches to basically act as that authoritarian dictator drill instructor. Hmm. And they will check in with him every now and then and basically keep him accountable on stuff. And he was telling me that, you know, the the more he gets to know the business coach over time, the less effective it gets. So he'll switch between different business coaches. <laughs> Just get a new one every once in a while. I don't take you seriously anymore. Because, <laughs> well, I mean, the, the more you get to know somebody, that unless sense. they're really strict, like – you have more empathy. You just you kind of understand, right? You start talking more and more. Or if it's a new person, they're just like, I don't care who you are. You're a blank slate, and it's my job to mold you into something worthwhile. Yeah. <laughs> you know. Uh, so maybe that's something that you could look into as well. You know, and on a, a cheaper spectrum, because business coaches are certainly not cheap. 
there's things like Coach Shop Me, where people do weekly coaching for habits and things like that, and it's actually pretty affordable. Oh, you know, it's it's not as that's cool. You know, it's not as affordable as like a free habit tracker, but it's also not five hundred bucks a month or whatever a business coach costs. Yeah, dude, could I be a business coach? I don't know. Probably. Maybe that's what I should do. Five hundred bucks a month, business coaching. I don't want to do that. <laughs> I'll go make that somehow, some other way. Okay. <laughs> I don't want to yell at people to get their work done. Maybe I'll I'll yell at them to get their work done through the internet, but I don't want them. I don't want to be like on a one to one call yelling at someone to get their work done. I'm too soft. They'll make an excuse and they'll be like, "Oh, that makes sense." All right, we're gonna set up. <laughs> we're gonna set up like a robo call service that uses pre-recorded messages of you yelling at people to do their things, and it calls them at the right time. <laughs> It'll be like the Corey hotline, except for, or like the Hulk, Hulk Hogan hotline back in the '90s and '80s. Yeah, but for motivation, dial uh, drill instructor. <laughs> Get to yeah, work. like it, like it. So it texts you first, and it's like, you better be awake right now. And then you have to respond within a certain number of minutes. Otherwise, it's just going to keep calling you over and over. And then you hook it into your smart devices. Your house, all the lights are going to flash off and on. And then parts of you this are realistic turn, and reasonably accomplishable. You could actually do this. Yes. Yeah. It seems reasonable. I turned reasonable. my house into a drill instructor. Okay. This is actually an amazing idea for yeah. a video because I have a smart things. <laughs> I mean, I used to have my hue lights change color based on the schedule I wanted. So I was like, oh, look, it's now this time based on the color of the room. So you just make that more oh, aggressive. I could literally. Right? You get speakers involved and, and yeah. some other stuff. And I mean, like at an even easier level, you could literally put a, a smart outlet between the wall and like your TV and consoles. And you could program it to just literally shut off at 830 or something like that. Yeah. Like you could get back there probably. Oh, you could get a it, robot drill instructor. Shut. Yeah. Oh, okay. Robot drill. Okay. So this is going to be a podcast project first. And then when we finish it, we'll uh, film the fruits of our labor. Yeah. Because I think we could totally do this. Nothing like filming fruits. <laughs> <laughs> like, you know, <laughs> apples, pineapples, any other kind of apples. I don't know what that means Ray out burns. of context, really. <laughs> anyway. All right. So we have an idea. I would like to flush this idea. Yeah, out. that's it sounds cool. fun. Uh, beyond that, I think this episode is about run its course. So hopefully, you guys found something useful in this episode. Uh, if you want to subscribe to this podcast, maybe you're watching it on YouTube, maybe you're listening to it in your web browser, and you're just thinking to yourself, "Man, what if I had a way to get it on my smartphone every single Monday morning, automatically downloaded if I want?" Well, you can do that through podcast subscriptions. Spotify has them. Apple Podcasts has them on the iPhone. Google Podcasts has them on Android devices. There's also independent apps like Pocket Casts, Overcast, all kinds of good stuff. And you can find subscription links to basically all of those over at CIGpodcast.com. You can also find the show notes for this episode at CIGpodcast.com slash 264. And uh, if you want to support this show, a great way to do it is to give us a rating and review over on Apple Podcasts or iTunes if you're doing it on your desktop computer um alternatively you could also just share this podcast with a friend maybe share your favorite episode with them and they might become a listener as well so uh, lots of appreciation goes out to you if you do that and actually share the show but we also appreciate you just hanging out with us every single week so thanks for listening you can go over to uh not cig you can go over to collegeinfogeek.com resources because i have not done short links for every single url like i probably should That'd be pretty but it doesn't matter because you go to cigpodcast.com. You're on the website. You can go to tools if you wanted to. Yeah. We're going to have a fun little drop-down menu there at some point. You know? So, like, the merch link is right there. Yeah. Buy that merch. 
Yep. Yeah, collegeinfogeek.com slash resources for now. If you want to find our favorite gear, apps, books we recommend, lots of productivity tools, all kinds of really cool stuff. So check that out if you haven't seen it already. And I think that's about going to do it. So thanks for hanging out once again, and we will see you in next week's episode. Stay cute.